Hey, what's up? I am wearing my NASA headset because we're launching rocket ships today. Not really. I take a protein powder, and I just found out Dr. Josh Axe, the creator, lives here in Nashville. I had him on the show to talk nutrition and mental health and relationships. Stay tuned. Hey, what up, what up? This is John, and welcome to the Dr. John Deloney Show, where we talk about your life, your friends, your parents, your relationships. We talk about you. So glad that you're here. Got a special, special interview episode today. So we've talked about this. Um, I'm a nerd about what goes in my body, unless I get off the rails with my gummy candies and breads and pastas and pizzas and those things chips and queso if it's not that stuff i'm really particular about what i eat and i've the last i don't know 10 15 years i've become obsessive about trying to find the right protein powders and collagen and bone broth and blah 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 so i come to find out that the guy who makes the stuff that i take the protein powders and the partridge in a pear tree he lives here in town his name's dr joshua axe and he owns ancient nutrition and kind of a controversial figure out there and I, I wanted to meet him and one of the ways I like to meet people is just say hey you want to be on my show and so he came on the show we had a we have a great conversation about um, he's a guy who's uh, he's a Christian guy he, he's uh, leads his business with faith principles um, he has got a little kid he's married talks a lot about what he does why he does it and then talks about how he deals with the criticism and the challenges and the relationship issues that go on behind running a company. So it's an interesting, fun conversation. I know you're going to like it. I know you're going to say, no, no, I don't agree with that. And I know that the YouTubes and the internets and the podcasts, all the comments are going to be awesome. Great. Bring them on. We're so excited that you get to sit in on a conversation between me and a new guy I just met who I really like. His name is Dr. Joshua Axe. Stay tuned. Hey, so it's good to talk to you, Dr. Axe. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, John. So listen, when I I moved to Nashville about three years ago, I've been using your protein and collagen, bone broth. Pro- I've been using these products for a while. I've always been the weird fringe kid around all my buddies. And um, then when I got to Nashville and I came over here to Ramsey Solutions, I didn't realize that you lived in town. And so then I thought, man, let's get this guy on the show just because I, I use your stuff and I want other people to hear about it. And, and I, think that's, I think it's rad to, to connect with human beings behind the, the fancy products and all that, man. Well, man, you know, I've been Nashville about 13 years now, and I've been a huge fan of everything. Yeah, you know, uh, Dave Ramsey's done for a long time, followed the organization, been so inspired by just uh, you know, the transformation that uh, I know that your organization here has helped so many people with. So anyways, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm honored to be on the show. That's awesome, man. Okay, so... The, the people who watch and listen to this will know I like to talk about the stuff, but I like to talk about the people behind the stuff, too. And so let's talk about this. Tell me about the um, – take a few minutes. Tell me about the – got multiple companies. you got multiple products. Like what, who are you and what are you doing in sure. the world? Well, for me, you know, I, uh, my, my journey really started with a health crisis in my family. So my mom growing up was diagnosed with cancer, and my mom looked very healthy. And that's really what drove me to want to become a physician is I saw my mom – live in that conventional medical system. She had chemotherapy. She had a mastectomy. And I remember thinking to myself as a kid, I never want to see anyone have to go through this sort of pain again. And so I started studying nutrition. In fact, at 14 years old, John, I I said to myself, 
I don't know anything about nutrition, but I do know this one thing. I know that soda is bad. So literally at 14 years old, I stopped <laughs> drinking soda. And then, you know, I, I said, hey, I want to keep learning about this stuff, started studying nutrition, and then went on to school, was about to move to Nashville and open a functional medicine clinic. And I got a call from my mom and she said, I've just been diagnosed again with serious illness. And so we just transformed everything. I learned, I, I started applying everything I used to her. We started, number one, we started with prayer. Mm-hmm. And then along with that, she started using essential oils. We started using, um, you know, ju- lots of vegetables, juicing vegetables, eating a lot of what we call superfoods, taking herbs like turmeric. And she recovered completely and naturally mm-hmm. using what I used is I always say food is medicine. And then I opened up my functional medicine practice in Nashville, which I don't operate anymore, but I did for about five or five to six years. And in that clinic, I really wanted to help see families transform their health. And I really think it really starts with the family. So I focused on these families. And then and then from there, that birth, DrAx.com, which was an educational platform to help educate people on how to use food as medicine and heal using natural remedies. And then I co-founded a company with Jordan Rubin called Ancient Nutrition. And that's and the products it, I use, right? Exactly. Okay. And with that, like our, our motto is save the world with superfoods. And there's two things there. We want to save people and save the planet. We truly believe that nutrition can help save and transform lives. And we also believe we are called to be good stewards to the planet and help heal the planet. So we practice what's called regenerative agriculture, where we plant superfood trees. In f- fact, we are planting 10 million superfood trees in 10 years to help uh, really heal the topsoil because one of the things that's happened through modern agriculture, we have totally depleted the soil. In fact, a biblical principle is rotate your crops. It's let the land rest every seven years. We're not doing that anymore. Burning it through and cranking it, more nitrogen into it. That's starting over, right? That's yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know a lot there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. again, we're all about nutrient density of our foods and teaching people how to use food as medicine. Okay, so I want to go back to one, something you, you, you touched on that I struggle with, okay? I remember sitting at a campfire. This is 20 years ago. Me and some buddies went camping. And we were throwing cans into the fire. They were burning down. And I had brought a bag of Twizzlers. And I threw one into the fire. And I knew the first thing this was wrong is it burned a different color than everything else we were burning. It burned blue. It was this weird, bright blue thing. Yeah. But I remember waking up the next morning. And you don't sleep good that first night of camping. out. All that. Oh, yeah. Cold. and. I walked by this fire, it was all ash. The cans were all ash. Everything was burned. That Twizzler was perfect. It yeah. was red. And it was, I remember thinking, that should not go in a human body. And then, Josh, I kept eating them. How do you, at 14, you said, I know this is bad. I know I shouldn't put this in my body. And you stopped. What is it, the gap that people like me struggle with? I know this, but I just don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's not hard. I know. Yeah, I think I think there's two things. I think you know it's it's our perceived amount of pleasure we're going to get from something, and then also the amount of pain we 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 could avoid by avoiding whatever that bad thing is. And so I think you know, and here's how I think about it too. By the way, when I when I ran my clinic, I could tell immediately if somebody was going to see good results or not based on their perspective. Because I, I'll give you an example. I would sit down with somebody and I'd look at their diet and it's like we're eating processed cereal for breakfast and you know processed milk and all these things. And I would say something to them like, okay, let me make a few recommendations here before we get into our larger recommendations. Let's go ahead and just start by changing breakfast. And I would say, rather than consuming what you're consuming now, what I'd like you to consume is a superfood smoothie. It's really basic. I'm going to have you do like almond milk or coconut milk, 
I'm going to have you do some berries. I'm going to have you do some collagen protein, something like that. And I got two, one of two responses. One response was, wow, that's amazing. Okay, hey, I'm, I'm all for doing a berry smoothie, you know, essentially like a strawberry slash milkshake that's natural for breakfast. <laughs> but then I had a, another group of people that said, oh, I can't have my, you know, my pancakes every morning or I can't have the, and they sort of like, they, they had this sort of like they were going to suffer mentality. So, so the whole we're thing, taking something from them. There was ta- that's exactly right. Okay. And so, I think if people just have the perspective of I'm not being somebody's not restricting my life, they're not taking it away from me. Versus, wow, this is a great new thing I'm going to do. I'm excited about it. I'm choosing to embrace it. I, I think it really all comes down to that perspective in life. Is that hey, and, and also thinking about this, what is your why, right? I know you know we we both probably love Simon Sinek. And I love Simon's thing, start with why. And I think for us, we're all called to think about what is our why? And then after that, who's our who? So my, my, my why is, you know, saving uh, families like, like my mom, you know, and, uh, and, and educating them on how to use food as medicine. And if I'm better fueled up and if I'm eating right and if I live longer, it's going to help me do that in that same way. And then my family, like I'm doing it for my family, I'm doing it for God. So I think when we think about our why and our who, I also think that makes it easier. We talk a lot on this show, like, my life goal is to be 93 and be able to roll around the floor with my grandkids. I love it. And how do I reverse engineer that? And that, that impacts how I lift and move and eat and have a relationship today, right? All of that works towards that one goal, right, which I love. Okay, so I, we talk about mental health and relationships on this a lot. I've got a couple of, what I, I don't know what you call them, programs that take take research articles from all over the country and distill them down and send them to my email box once, once a week. The amount of stuff coming out is overwhelming, right? Yeah. And now it's gotten to where there's only a few, and I say stuff, I'm talking to a, a fellow scientist. So the, the research on nutrition, on mental health, and this study, and that study, and this study, how do you stay on top of it? Because now I've gotten to where I can't even stay on top of the people who stay on top of it, right? They're coming out with new stuff all the time. How do you wrap your head around, or maybe it's not, maybe it's pretty simple and it's, there's a lot of drama and a lot of noise, but the signals are staying the same that, um, I, I try to keep up with this stuff. So I stay, re- so I know what's happening. Um, how do you do that? Yeah. So, so here's what I do. And this is what I love so much about what you do and Dave and friends of ours, like Ken Coleman is it's, it's all about principles. There yeah. are principles that stay the same from the beginning of time till the end of time and when you are anchored to those core principles, you don't have to read every single study out there. You can read some, and I keep up on things, but it, it's not this. It, it's not that. That's not my anchor. The the new research that comes out today is not my anchor. These principles that are talked about in places like the Bible, those are my core principles that I live by. And so, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. You know, it, this, this is. There were studies that have came out many years ago and still not recently to where there were companies that were pharmaceutical based that owned uh, infant formula companies to where they started coming out with this research saying breast milk is not ideal for kids right? because it's high. I'm not kidding. No, I know they, I know they are. Yeah. And and so they started coming out with these studies saying, yeah, breast milk is not what's ideal for kids. They're better off with formula. Breast milk is not as high in these certain vitamins. And we put these in there. But like we know that God created <laughs> breast milk to be the perfect food for an infant. And so I'm just say, saying that to say this is that we've got to understand a lot of these big agricultural companies, pharmaceutical companies, a lot of these big fi- even financial institutions, whatever it is, 
a lot of times there's the, these there's agendas tied to them. We're talking about trillion dollar industries here, so I think it's important to consider that. But for me, you know, I was on a health panel with another very prominent, uh, very prominent medical doctor, and we were they were asked a question exactly almost what you asked. He said, "Hey, with all the new research coming out, how do I decide what to eat?" And his answer was, uh, "You decide based on whatever the research just says." as of today. So, hey, if it says today, uh, you should be eating apples, eat apples. If tomorrow it says apples are bad, then stop eating apples. And I was literally, my mind was blown because I thought this is the way literally a lot of people think about this. And for me, it's like, listen, bone broth has been consumed from the beginning of time. We, right. You know, we have the story in the Bible where, you know, Jacob and Esau are like, you know, making soup. And, right. you know, we, we know that we've made bone broth for a long time. People have consumed it. They consume it in Asia today, in South America, across the world. It's been a, a, a meal to help boost and support immune health. So all that being said, number one is I anchor and understand these core principles. And then I use this latest studies to, hind, to help educate and reinforce exactly what, uh, how things work today. So I've, I've noticed, I love that you said that I've noticed an arc for the last 20 years. And about 10 years ago, I was at a, uh, at with a buddy and we were having dinner and he was in the nutrition space and he said, Hey, you know what's really freaking everybody out on the front edge of all this stuff? I said, what? He said that the data starting to come back pretty clear. If you eat whole foods and you good relationships and you believe in something bigger than yourself, you're probably going to be okay most of the time oh, yeah. right? outside of an acute injury or some you know weird thing. And um, that the arc of a lot of this cutting edge banana research, we're spending bajillions of dollars on fMRI. All these studies are leading us back to, man, slow down, take care of your relationships, eat whole foods, That's right. and take care of yourself. Uh, there's an old Nassim Taleb quote that if it's not in nature – if, if you see something in nature and you think you've just figured out a new thing, you're probably wrong. Yeah. Right. And I love that, um, that, that sentiment nature's had a long time to work on. This, well, right? and I want to give an example, how wise some of these different sort of, uh, you know, ancient physicians were, you know, there was a study that came out about 10 years ago on turmeric. And if you consume the comp, there's a compound in turmeric called uh, curcumin, right. which has all these anti-inflammatory disease fighting benefits. And they found that when you consume it with, black pepper or piperine, the compound in it, it increased the absorption by 154%. So the medical community like sort of applauded themselves saying, we had this medical breakthrough. We found that when this <laughs> happens, here's the thing, there's a recipe in Ayurveda, and yep. this was also used in, in ancient Asian medicine and in Middle Eastern medicine around the times of the Bible. But there was an ancient recipe, and it was a blend of turmeric along with black pepper, ginger, and another warming spice. And then ghee or coconut milk. It was called turmeric golden milk or turmeric yeah, yeah, golden yeah, tea. Yeah. That recipe has been around for 3,000 years <laughs> where they knew that back then. It's like... so are geniuses, it, man. Exactly. Or was it Hippocrates yeah. in, a, in, a, in a jail cell talking about how health begins in your gut, right? That's right. And it took us... Now we're so excited about... We discovered the gut that's, biome. That's it's right. pretty exciting, right? It's awesome stuff. All right, so... <laughs> I know the next question for the... Um, some of our internet warriors will be these specialized diets. Mm. The last hundred years, especially the last twenty-five years, have turned into these almost religious cult-like mm. followings. Yeah. And what happened? How do we get here? So these, they are wars, man. Yes. Yeah, so, so so here is here's essentially what's happened, and you'll get this, John. It's we have number one. Here's a, here's the first thing to realize: everyone is very unique, individual. 
I mean, God has made everybody unique in their gifts and their skills, even the way their body works and functions. And ancient, like Asian medicine, for instance, they put people in five types. So it's kind of like the Enneagram okay. or Disc Profile or Myers-Briggs. They actually would say, okay, you have certain emotions and your body is built a certain way. There are certain foods that are better for creating balance in your body. In, in ancient times, they never treated a, a, a labeled disease. They said, you've got this imbalance where your body's too hot or too cold internally. It's too damp or too dry. We've got to balance these things. For instance, why do we call it a cold today? Because with a cold, it comes mm. from ancient Asian medicine. It's your body is cold internally. So you people tend to take warming spices to warm their body. It's, oh, that's okay. why it's always like oregano, ginger, cayenne, these, cayenne you know, like these yeah, warming yeah, yeah. herbs. And this Those little so, hot toddies our grandparents used dude, to make. That's us. what's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. So here's the thing. Whiskey, and again, we're not here promoting everybody drink whiskey, but... <laughs> It's the hottest of all liqueurs. It's the most warming. If uh -huh. anybody's ever had the warm your insides, it's actually, so it's much better than something like a beer, which is cooling. Uh -huh. All that being said, so it's all about bringing balance to the body, to the unique individual. So for some people, a keto diet is great for probably about 20, 25% of the population for a period of time, like maybe 30 days. Okay. But for a lot of people, it's a terrible diet. Gotcha. And what happens is somebody will say, oh, I followed keto or I followed paleo or I was a vegan. And it radically changed my health. Mm -hmm. And it's great for that person. But I'd ask everybody listening here, have you ever had a friend follow a diet? And it was that like a miracle for them. And then you tried the same thing. It didn't work for you. Disaster. Exactly. And that's because you're a unique individual. And I'll give you an example. If somebody has inflammatory bowel disease, mm -hmm. they, should not they should have zero raw vegetables. Yeah. It should all be cooked vegetables, bone broth, like that sort of thing. But if somebody has liver disease or cancer, they do good with a lot of raw foods and vegetable juices. So, I mean, really, what, you know, what Ann Wigmore said, one man's food is another man's poison and vice mm. versa. So it's important to understand you are a unique individual. You really need to find what works for you. So unfortunately, there's gotcha. not. But, but yes, they, there have become these cult-like followings of certain diets. And, and to their, uh, you know, it has worked for them, but it definitely doesn't work for everybody. And we've talked about this on this show. Is if we step back 100, 200 years, we've had this cultural obsession with shoving everything into a bell curve. That's right. What's the thing that works for everybody? And because we can sell it to everybody. Yep. And so we stamp this imaginary um, food pyramid. This is how we should all do it. It doesn't right. work. Right. And it's, it can feel untethering to think, oh, gosh, and what is the thing? And that's where you get walk alongside a good practitioner and you learn to listen to your body and this works and this doesn't. And, and then now me and my wife, she's, she's one that can handle high, high carbohydrate intake. Yep. I'm so jealous, man. Yep. And I'm somebody who can handle very little. Yep. And we both meet in the, and we figured out how to have great family meals right. and she doesn't get her feelings hurt. I don't get my feelings hurt. <laughs> Our kids are, so it's, it's in the middle there. How do you, you've been in this space a long time. How do you deal with? Um, people come after you, right? Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of criticism, and it's oh, not yeah. criticism like, "Hey, we don't we disagree with you." The criticism is you're hurting people. Yeah, like you're crazy. Yeah, what are you doing? Right? How do you deal with that, man? Yeah. So you know, for me, and what's funny is I I don't I don't read a lot of those comments. Now I want to be aware. I want to be responsible. But for me, I just I anchor into these core principles, and a lot of them start in the Bible. These health and <laughs> biblical principles. And then they really go off as well to, you know, these ancient things that I think have been proven for, again, as I mentioned, 
thousands of years now, and then in running a, a practice myself. So for me, I guess I combat it with this. I'll give you an example. If somebody would say, Dr. Axe, when you speak out or, t or tell people that their first line of defense should be nutrition and mindset and relationships and all of those sort of these lifestyle factors, and people should focus on those even before they would go and take a pop a pill, hey, that, that's, that's hurting people. We really believe that today's medical system is the way that things should be done. And so I've heard that plenty. But, I don't but, think but anybody says that anymore, but. Well, <laughs> I know. I got you. I literally had somebody the other day stop me and say, You're hurting people with all your false information out there. Just a random person on the street. Awesome. But. <laughs> then I'm at Whole Foods and I have all my old patients coming up yeah, to me and yeah. stopping and saying, oh, Dr. Axe, like, hey, I actually had a, had a woman come up pretty recently and she she had lost 80 pounds. Her husband had lost 120 pounds mm -hmm. and he was a former NFL offensive lineman. So, I mean, he just, you know, he, he, he lost weight to transform himself. So I have so many thousands of people that have shared with me their their health transformation, reversing diabetes, overcoming hypothyroidism, fertility, you know, so many women who now have been oh, yeah. able to have kids following some of this information. So so for me, I really just fill up on those things and you're gonna have haters, you're gonna have doubters. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I don't know, I've got pretty thick I've got pretty thick skin. I think if you just focus on those things and focus on your mission and vision, that really helps too. Cause for me, saving people, saving the world with superfood, knowing I've got to heal, you know, I want to help heal the planet. I want to help people and knowing all these positive results we've seen, kind of, it, it kind of is like a, I don't know, it's more like I have a gnat around me now. It doesn't really... Didn't get you? Didn't, yeah. So I'm going to speak my life into yours, and you may say that. I don't have that at all. I'm similar there. And for a season, man, it, I wouldn't sleep at night. Like someone would write something mean, especially sure. when I was working with, with college students or with police officers. I was, I was doing stuff after hours to say, hey, man, it was terribly. And man, that wiped me out. Now yep. I've... I, I've Got people that I can call if I get stuck, and um, I'm 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 more like you. My my skin's gotten a lot thicker. My wife's hasn't, right? And so when someone's yeah. ugly with me, she's ready to go to war. Oh right? man! And so you're married. Um, how how do you manage that? That like the the most important relationship to you, and and she may, I don't know if she has a tendency to go to war on your behalf, but how how do you how do you manage that criticism? Being countercultural, saying hey, I'm cool. But also, man, you love this person who really loves you. Yeah, so, you may say she doesn't do that at all. But. No, she does. See, I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. So my, my, my wife is uh, – and, and let me say this too. My wife's also a physician. Okay. So she went to chiropractic college. She got training in like functional uh, uh, nutrition and in exercise, and she's a yoga instructor. So she has a lot of credentials herself, and she's just an amazing, strong, pr Christian principled woman. And so for that, she's there – but she is my biggest defender. Okay. And if you want to get her fired up, it's, you know, come after me or, or, or our family. And so there are occasions where I'm like, babe, hey, <laughs> we're good. Hey, we're yeah, good. <laughs> we're, we're good. Hey, just, you know, um, but, but yeah, I mean, she's definitely my biggest defender and that's, I mean, what a blessing, you know, to be oh, in a marriage yeah, yeah, yeah. to where it's your awesome. wife, and I know you feel the same way. It's like, man, when you, when you have a, a spouse who is for you, yeah. you know, like that, it's, uh, but but it absolutely bothers her more than it bothers me. Absolutely, and I think it'd be the same thing if somebody if somebody says something negative about Chelsea, my wife. Oh, dude, I, it's I, on. I, I'm definitely again. It's 10x how I feel yeah. about it if somebody says oh, yeah. about me. Okay, so flip that around. Uh, another thing that I just yeah, want to yeah. mention too. I feel it, I was joking around this. I one of two of our best friends. They have a daughter. We have a one year old. They have a one and a half year old. And we're joking around the other day. So like our daughter now, she's waving to people. And like, if somebody doesn't wave back, actually, I get, I'm like, God, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. how are you, 
Anyways, it's a whole nother level when you, have, yeah, yeah. when you have a kid. Or yeah. I, I've got a, a, uh, an 11 year old and a five year old, and yeah, if they somebody rolls their eyes at them at a restaurant, it's like, dude, we can go out in the parking lot. It's for no reason, right? Yeah. And my kids being annoying too, by the way. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way. So let's flip that around a little bit. Um, I think one of the challenges I've experienced is we have a bunch of credentialed people speaking into the world with a lot of different platforms yep. and a lot of different motivations. One is I really, I saw my mom suffer and I don't want anyone to see that. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole to figure out what happened. And then, oh my gosh, I've got my own patience. I want to help heal the planet. And this stuff's all interconnected, whatever that looks like. Yep. And you got other folks who just want to sell a book or just want to make some money, et cetera. One of the biggest challenges I'm looking and seeing is people's inability to say, hey, I really, really believed in that. I was wrong. And one of the cool things, so I was an academic nerd before I came here, and I saw, um, I saw it happen with COVID in a pretty unique way. I knew from my researcher friends that when somebody lays down a, hey, we think 11 million people are going to die. In the, in the, for scientists, their job is to be less wrong. And so they immediately go, cool, we're on. And so then a few weeks later, another group, another college group says, hey, only 6 million are going to die. And they're like, hey, we got a new model. We'll put it on this. In the whole art of science is being less wrong. But then the two groups that can't say that word are politicians and media people. And if a scientist has rolled himself up into a media world, then they get locked into, I can't say I was wrong on something. One of the first people to tell me I'm wrong is often, my wife is a, is a PhD researcher too, is her to say, John, you are way off on this. What are you talking about? Have you had something that you were dead set on and suddenly you've been like, oh, I wasn't right on that. I've even had to come on this show. I've called somebody back and said, I gave you wrong advice, man. I should have told you something else. You know, so, so I'll, I'll share a couple of things. Early on in my career, I really felt like the more plants, the better in terms of raw. So, okay. And I was sharing that earlier. And I had to learn through clinical experiences that a raw, like, like for instance, a salad. Most people think a salad is good for everybody. And so even in my clinic first year, I taught some raw food classes and all these things. And then I was started working with people with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis and IBS. And started noticing, wow, this is not working for these people, diverticulitis, some others. And... And I had to go learn, you know, and so, and so I, I was at that. That's just an example of yeah. my nutritional philosophy being wrong. And that really led me to really continuing to study more of, of what I study now. And then there, there's been, you know, I almost always listen to Chelsea, but I mean, anytime I don't listen to my <laughs> wife, I'm, it is wrong. I mean, I can tell you, it's I like 10 out, 10, it, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. It's a hundred out of a hundred for me. There you go. Yeah. Who, who, who else do you have in your life? I, yeah. in, my, in my research so, with high-performing folks and folks who are, whose job is to take care of other people, the number one across the board when they get themselves in trouble, whether it's psychologically, spiritually, mentally, whatever, it's because they've stopped listening to a close group of people, mentors, friends. Who, who do you go to? Do you yeah. got a group of people that yeah. you trust that you can – just lay it all out there for? I do. And by the way, John, for me, like if someone were to ask me, and if you if you would go listen to the last, you know, 20 business interviews I've done, I have said this exact same thing to all of them. My biggest life lesson is you become who you surround yourself with. And so I am so conscious of community. In fact, when I, uh, before I married Chelsea, I knew how important a spouse was. And so I prayed to God. I said, God, would you send me a wife who is uh, mentally stimulating, physically breathtaking, and spiritually just on fire for you? So like I was so conscious of like knowing the person I'm going to spend the most time with 
I, I wanted to be a woman who wanted to be a world changer and just a great mom and a great wife. And, and God brought that person along for me. So that's one. Number one is Chelsea. Number two is my business partner, one of my best friends, Jordan Rubin. So Jordan Rubin, he founded a company many years ago called Garden of Life, sold that, and now yeah. we co-founded Ancient Nutrition. He wrote a book called The Maker's Diet. So Jordan, Jordan is about six years older than me. And, um, and so like, even when I was authoring my first book, uh, Nancy Alcorn, who I know, uh, uh, we know who runs mercy multiplied a ministry here. I met him through that ministry and he gave me some really great life advice Mm -hmm. on publishing a book and starting and growing a business and all those different things. So those are two of the biggest ones. And I, I've got a mastermind or a men's leadership group. I'm a, I'm a part of got guys like, Colt Morton, Dan Sullivan, Andrew East, Dave Tuhel, and some others that I am just very deeply connected to. Mm. But I would say from a mentorship standpoint, um, Jordan, he's, he's a, at this point, he's one of my best friends, but I still, again, there, there's been a lot of mentorship he's given me over the years. Awesome. And I have some other pastors as well. You have John Bevere, uh, you know, is, is a friend and, uh, and, and, and uh, quite a few other pastors that we look to. We actually, for our business, we have a our, our board of directors that's mm-hmm. out of California, but then we also have what we call our, it's called our Kingdom Council. We have a spiritual board mm-hmm. where we have nine pastors sit on our board. We do quarterly meetings with them. They speak both into our life and business. So anyways, yeah, I, I'm glad you asked because that it is a huge, huge part of my life and making sure that I have other people, you know, hold me accountable. That, that's awesome. How, do you ever have challenges mixing spirituality <laughs> and business? Yes, you know our our board. Of, first off, we we have, we are super blessed. We have a board of directors that is incredible, and their values are you know some aligned, some might be a little bit different than ours. So I think in the areas, those few areas where they're not completely, you know, we might feel a little different. I think that's a challenge. And, and the spiritual board we have is is very much like listen, just do what's right in the eyes of God completely. Mm-hmm. And, and the other board is a little bit more let's toe the line and just be safe. And so I think that, you know, for the most part, um, you know, we, we, there have been challenges, but I think for us, we, we have, um, navigated them with the best, you know, you know, wisdom we could. And so I don't know, I don't know if I have a great answer there. I'll just, I'll just say, but yeah, there, there are, yeah. I mean, there are challenges as a business because myself and Jordan both have very, very strong faith-based based values there are marketing campaigns. People want you to do certain times and months of the year and other things. And and we decide that, hey, you know what? The marketing campaign, the sort of injustice, those sort of things we're going to fight, we're going to do things our way, that way we feel biblically. I'll give you an example of this and I hope this is okay to talk about. You know, we had uh, when, um, you know, earlier uh, in the year, we had, we had, there's a Black Lives Matter. And I think a lot of people wanted us to go and like we were getting messages pounding us daily, go and support this organization. And we said, you know what? Number one, give us a, a, a day to pray and talk it through with, with, our, with, with, with Jordan and I and our company president. And we said, you know what? Like, we want to be about fighting social injustice. We want to be about doing good in the world and transforming lives. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go and we're going to start a scholarship and, and, and fund uh, uh, children in the African-American community getting a better education, fight, you know, do these initiatives. We're going to change the way we hire. So we made all of these changes. We got criticism maybe because we didn't have a certain post on Instagram, but we said we want to be the sort of people that are fighting. In ju- so I'm just giving you an example. of yeah, yeah. We, we, we are very conscious of, like, we want to be a light to the world. We want to have an impact, but we want to do it in the way 
that Jesus would have done it. It's transformative. Exactly. Not the way that, because here's what most people do today. They're like, we just want to look good. We're not going to actually do anything, but we want to look good. And and that's what you see when you see all of these celebrities and these people out there talking Mm -hmm. about certain things, they're doing almost nothing. Gotcha. And so I just, you know, we, we want to be the change. And, and let, let that change be represented in like your company will look different, right? And your neighborhoods will look different and the people you come in contact will look different, right? Right. That's, that's fantastic, man. So when it comes to food, movement, healthy living, I'm going to ask you a trick question first and sure. then we'll get to the real. What is something that would surprise people that you are militant about with your new child? And what would surprise somebody that you're a lot more lax with your kid? Sure. Couple things. One, um, you know, we, uh, so I used to be under the impression, this is another example where I'm wrong, yeah. where I've been wrong, that everything I eat should be perfect. Like, uh-huh. I, and, and before I met Chelsea, she would tell you, <laughs> she, she softened me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, trips to Italy and that sort of thing uh-huh. helped too, where it's like, hey, I'm in Tuscany. It's like, I can't not yeah. have pizza and gelato right now. <laughs> but, so that being said, like we actually give her foods that uh, we know she's going to be exposed to. We we give her as she's growing. We give her a little bit of gluten. We give her some dairy. We give her certain products that if she was doing in large amounts, she may have a uh, reaction or intolerance to. But that we know, like we, we, we our bodies are created. We actually should strengthen our bodies through getting these micro exposures. Stress response, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we actually really do that with Arwen to where we're giving her certain things uh, in small doses to naturally help support and strengthen her immune system. So that's one thing we, we, we absolutely do. Um, so that's, that's you at a restaurant and there's a, some, like, a, I don't know, I'm just making something up, but uh, it's when people come by and see my daughter eating a piece of like a cheese pizza, it's a, <gasps> and we're all, nobody's going to die. Yeah, I think, yeah, and here's the other thing I found. When you go to a place like Italy and some of the areas of the world that have the longest lifespan, even Japan, they're not eating perfect there's the biggest thing is actually low stress and healthy relationships say, they're not psychotic about yeah, it yeah. yeah now they move but they're not actually they're not lifting weights they're riding bicycles they're walking they're swimming like the, yeah, the, yeah. they're gardening they're doing those things and they're eating very clean but then they're once or twice a week they're having a vacation meal they're having a couple glasses of wine they're having you know a little too much you know sugar on occasion but it's not every day it's just sort of sprinkled in it's not you know you know, it, it's it's not the dominant part of the way they eat. Gotcha. So, probably the most annoying question any nutrition any person who goes down the rabbit hole of nutrition is because we talked about this earlier is okay. Then what, give me the five things I need to be eating. Sure. In every guy I've ever met, or or man or woman who's a who's a researcher who said will say, well, it depends, right? That's the a comment. What is what, what is a couple of things that if you're watching this or listening to this, if I just did this and stopped that, that's relatively universal. What would you recommend to somebody off the top? Yeah, I mean, it's it's two things. You eat a lot more vegetables, a lot less sugar and carbohydrates. I mean, <laughs> that's, and I know that's what everyone's <laughs> going to hear, but, but let no, me... it's awesome, though. But, but, but that's, hands down, everybody, almost, yep. I'm actually thinking of one guy who doesn't, but I almost think about everybody who pretty much agrees with this. That The one person I was going to bring up, there's actually a... Uh, someone I had on my podcast recently who r- promotes a nose-to-tail diet, which essentially is eating almost all meat. Oh, um, is that Saldano? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 is that yeah. Saladano? Yeah, yeah, Saladano. There you go. Paul. So he actually yeah, yeah. just emailed me this morning about something. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, but listen, 
I look at his body type and based on what I know about some things like Chinese medicine, I know and I look at him and I'm like, yeah, your body types can do very well with that diet. That's an example. Mm. I, I look at him, I hear him, and in Chinese medicine, it's known as the fire element, which essentially means somebody would do well on like a keto diet, that okay. sort of body type and yep. person. They do well with spicy foods and those sort of like, so yeah, he'll do well with that diet. Um, anyways, but I, and so here's a few other things. I think generally speaking from a diet standpoint, my number one recommendation is this, just change breakfast. Even if you don't change lunch and dinner, if you just change breakfast, that's one third of your diet. That's actually a pretty, pretty big change. Do something like a superfood smoothie. It's very easy. Three ingredients, coconut or almond milk, a cup of fruit like berries and like vanilla collagen or vanilla bone broth powder, something like that for breakfast. If you do that, that's a huge change. And then just try and focus on getting a vegetable with lunch and dinner. And I think if you do that, that's going to go a long, long way. And I wrote a book pretty recently too. It's called Ancient Remedies. And I go through where people can find out their ideal sort of diet type. So really there's five main diet types throughout history that have been most effective for people. So people can take a quiz and learn, hey, I need a diet that's more for my immune system or one more for my hormones or one for detoxification system or for brain and sort of go through that in that book. Um, And it's, it's that sort of form of personalized diet. But I would say that that's, I would say, yeah, changing your breakfast, trying to load up and get a lot more vegetables uh, is is probably the thing that's going to go the furthest. So you sparked one more question I got to ask. Yeah, let's go. How do you, this is a this is a global issue right now. Let's take Paul, for instance, who's, for those of you who don't know, is very outspoken mm-hmm. on the carnivore diet. Strong personality. Um, has an awesome book he wants to sell, but also is a physician, also mm-hmm. lives it, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. most of his podcasts are done with no shirt on, right? You've got friends, you and I both have friends all over the spectrum. I got friends who are psychiatrists who I will go have dinner and I'll just say, You are destroying earth. And they'll say, You're an idiot, right? How do you stay in relationship with folks who have same credentials, both see, also see patients and see the world a little bit differently? How do, you, how do you stay in relationship with folks like that? How do you stay in community with people like that? Yeah, so for, for me, it's this way. One, I know what I'm called to do. Like, I, I think this helps a lot. I think when you know... Uh, you're wise big. You're responsible for this, uh-huh. but not for this. Yep. Th- then that helps. So for me, I know I'm responsible for three big things. Loving God, which essentially means for... I just want to clarify, for me, that means having an intimate relationship with him. I know he hears me. I know how, how uh, just what a good dad he is. And... And also loving somebody, I know his dreams. I know his desires. I know what he wants me to do. I'm being obedient. I'm having this, I'm being trustworthy with him. So I'm building a deep interrelation with him. So I'm loving God, loving people, and I'm trying to make earth a heavenly place. Those are the three things I believe I've called to do. Gotcha. And so with that, loving people means it's not me, you know, forcing them to do anything. It's not me trying to push my political opinion on them or my diet, health opinion or anything else. It's seeing them where they're at. And trying to, you know, there's a great book by Tim Keller. I love it. It's The Meaning of Marriage. And our job as spouses is to make each other holy. And you don't do that by forcing it. You do that by living a life yourself. You do that by encouraging people. You do that by uh, finding the greatness in them and supporting and calling out and saying, doing a combination of, I call it, this is, I believe, what leadership is. It's nourishing somebody, loving somebody, and then challenging them, holding them to, and, and, and showing them what they're capable of and the ultimate thing that God's called them to do. In that order, so, right? Exactly. Which I love, yeah. And, and, so, and so what I try and do, if I'm in that sort of relationship, it's, hey, 
Paul, man, I, I love that you're doing this. I love you're doing this. By the way, I saw this interview. Man, you are so well. Like, I, I'm encouraging them, and I'm and this isn't inauthentic. And so I'm calling out what you are great at, and then also, but you know what? I really think you should consider looking into this because I think this is a little off. I had this personal experience where I saw this, but hey, just want to let you know still, hey, I love you. I, I just, I, I love what you're up to. So you, you know what I'm saying? It's just sort of love like, it. and it's also a love sandwich there too. Of course so it I'm, is. Yeah, yeah, but, of but, course but, it is. But that's, so, so I think too, and because it, we're in a difficult world today with the heated political tension where it's really easy for me to see somebody and think, it, it's easy for me to become resentful really easy for i think most people to today especially when we're talking politics and these different things but i think i got to realize they're they're not called and i'm not called to make people believe like like i i, I believe I, i'm called to just nourish and challenge them. serve other people yeah, yeah 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 i have come to love having a collection of friends who are also experts who i disagree with i i've come no. to just love that um, because if I just circle, surround myself with the same books that I've read the f- same five times and the same perspectives, I know one thing. I know I'm just going to sit where I'm at, right? And there'll be, no, there'll be no growth. There'll be no movement. There'll be no anything. And I end up just sitting still, right? And it becomes, I've just become a boring, lazy person. And so I, I've come to love that. And what I'm trying to do is to get outside my head and say, is there a secret sauce to that? Am I just built weird because I love disagreeing with people in, in lovely, fun ways over meals? I'd never, I just don't understand fighting, but I do love healthy discussion, and I, I just makes my, my life more rich. Um, but I love to hear that from you, too. Well, I, I love this because th- there's a book, and uh, a person who actually mentioned me year, years ago, his name was Skip Moen, and he has his PhD in Hebrew, and not just Hebrew, it's the Hebrew of, the, of Genesis. And so he wrote a book, and it's really good. It really goes through the Hebrew perspective of Christianity and the war and worldview. It's a yeah. book about worldview, and he really looks and he said, "Listen, the Western worldview is all about black and white. We're going to debate, and essentially, you're my enemy here in Western worldview. What was brought up by the Greeks and especially the Romans, and sort of this thing where it's like you're right or wrong. Everything is black and white in that way." Versus the Eastern viewpoint and really more of Jesus viewpoint or what practice even in the East today is, now, hey, listen, we're going to have a conversation today. We don't have to completely agree with each other. We're called to love and support each other. But but we we, we can have a di- disagreement and, and argue. And that's normal. In fact, the, you know, when you read in the New Testament, read all about rabbis, rabbis were constantly— oh, That's the part that, of the joy, right? That's it's, right. Yeah. And it was over meals, as you're saying. And so I, I, think, I think remembering that it's not about being— Today it's all about are you right or are you wrong? Who wins and losses, right? Yeah, and and today it's it's like nobody. We've all heard this quote. You've probably said it on your show. Nobody wins an argument, right. and so I think keeping that in mind that it's not about winning or losing. It's about uh, you know loving God, loving people, making Earth a heavenly place. What what can you do to help do that? And that's what. And even in business right now, like we're so conscious of that, healing the planet, helping heal people. Um, you know, I think, uh, again, th- those are the things I think that I just constantly try and keep top of mind. Love it, dude. All right, real quick. What do you got going on that we can direct people to? So, yeah, I got a new book out. It's called Ancient Remedies. Yep. Um, and it has, already has over a thousand reviews. People can find that on amazon.com if they just search Ancient Remedies, Dr. Axe, uh, my company, Ancient Nutrition. Awesome. Uh, we, uh, you know, we've create collagen and probiotics, all these products. People can find them in health food stores or online. You can just search, uh, you know, uh, ancient nutrition, Dr. Axe, all of our products. And, and then, uh, yeah, those are pr- probably the biggest, the biggest things. And I'll tell people I took today the vanilla bone broth, um, 
powdered vanilla bone broth. Yep. And I put it in my coffee Love and it. just let it dissolve in there, and it was awesome. And I also took your... C and the zinc probiotic. So nice work. I, I, I love the. Man, the you're gonna have you a strong up. immune system. Look at that. Hope so. I got young kids, and I live out in the, need- in the woods. I think <laughs> we eat enough dirt in my house that yeah, yeah we're good. good. Um, so we end up every show with the greatest song of all time, and I speak mostly in hyperbole. And so I've got about ten thousand favorite songs and movies, and so I ask every guest who's on the show. If you had to just distill it down into the one song that makes you cry when you're driving or that you sing along with and start chanting out loud, whether it's the old Bon Jovi song or some whatever, what's the song? What's the one that moves your soul? Wow. Well, I I feel like for me, you know, uh, music is always sort of changing. Um, uh, So I I have a song I love right now. It's called Joyful by Dante Bow. And so it's just, it's it's a great song. Most people probably haven't heard of it, but they should check it out. Joyful Dante Bow. I I think you'll like it. Joyful by Dante Bo. Spell That's the last right. name. Uh, B-O-W-E. Sweet. That's well, dude, song. thanks for being with me, man. Hey, John. You're thanks awesome. so much for having thanks me. So much. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, I hope you liked the interview with Dr. Josh Axe. If you're interested in any of his products, getting his books, we've linked to him in the show notes. And if you just fast forward through the whole interview, here it is in a nutshell. Eat less carbs, put the donut down, drink more whiskey. This has been the Dr. John Deloney Show.